Hello, this is Fed965, that's F-E-D-9-6-5, and welcome to Baby Blue Viper. Um, it's Wednesday, yes, it's Wednesday, also known as Hump Day, yes, it's Hump Day. So let's, uh, you know, let's make sure we all, you know, can get over that hump. You know what I mean? Um, so, uh, you know, uh, just a lot to get to today. Just a lot. Um, so let's just start off, you know, nice and easy. And we'll just, you know, see how it goes. Um, so I am uh, currently wearing a yellow t-shirt. Uh, khakis. And I am currently barefoot. Yes, you heard that correctly. I am currently barefoot. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, previously, uh, uh, this morning, uh, when, we you know, we left uh, bright and early in our vehicle, that would be a uh, 2005 Ford Explorer with no rear seats, a uh, you know a platform installed in the back as my listeners know um uh, you know i don't want to get into deeply into the you know the vehicle situation at the mo- at the moment the vehicle situation is still um you know ongoing i have you know not uh you know i don't have a solution yet as to if i'm gonna be you know selling the vehicle or if i will be storing the vehicle or, you know, perhaps something else. But um, I will keep you updated. Uh, point being, uh, Rioja and I, um, you know, started the day uh, bright and early. And at that moment, I was wearing a, uh, a black hat um, and uh, in a long sleeve uh, uh, sport gray uh, shirt and uh, dark blue jeans with brown leather boots. Um, so that's why, you know, a whole different thing. Um, and, you know, I was very, I guess we were very pleased to see that, um, you know, that the road that had been uh, closed yesterday, remember that? The road that had been closed yesterday was uh, was now open. So we were back, you know, in business and um, Rioja and I were very pleased to see this. And what made it even better was that, you know, they had, um, you know, they had uh, laid down some fresh asphalt. Um, so it was, you know, freshly paved. Um, the road was uh, real nice. Um, they had not, um, you know, gotten to uh, to the lines yet. There were no lines. Um, normally that road has uh, yellow lines. Um, but at the moment there were no lines yet. And, you know, it was great. It felt really good. Um, it, the quality of the road was real nice. Um, they, uh, you know, they did a great job, and you know, it was just a pleasure to drive over that road this morning. And let that be a lesson. Um, you know, if you remember yesterday, I was, you know, uh, it, I was. Oh, sorry about that. You know, something happened in the background here. Um, not really sure, but I will not investigate at the moment. I repeat, I will not be investigating at the moment. Um, so as we were, um, so oh, lost my train of thought there. Let's see if we can hop back on 
to that oh yeah so you know yesterday you know there was that road close sign that um you know really was an unexpected obstacle and you know we talked about that yesterday how to how to deal with unexpected obstacles as you know they arise and um you know uh and you know you can revisit uh, yesterday's um you know show if you'd like to you know get back into that you know that whole uh, jam but um yeah, today you know it's all about you gotta you know we were patient we waited out the day um we didn't make any phone calls um and um you know i didn't um um i didn't avoid uh my usual route because you know um i didn't I didn't want to assume that the road would still be closed. You see, this is a very important, um, as um, uh, I don't want to dox her, but as um, Barbara uh, used to say, she always said, um, when you assume you make an ass of you and me. And, uh, you know, I really took this to heart and uh, I think it's a great life lesson. I really do. So, uh, you know, this morning, I did not assume that that road would still be closed and I didn't go a different route. No, I said, you know, maybe it's not. Uh, maybe it'll be open. And if it's not, if it's closed again, well, then I will just, you know, uh, adapt and, you know, figure it out at that moment and put my blinker on. And at that particular um, uh, intersection, it would have been a right turn, uh, you know, as we uh, saw yesterday. But, you know, when I got to that intersection, when we got to that intersection, the road was open. The, you know, the road close sign was no longer there. And, you know, everything was great. Everything was great. You know, I had some of my coffee, you know, windows were down. It's fantastic. I love it. I really do. Um, and so point being that, by not assuming, you know, that the road would be closed, um, I, you know, we got to just go on our merry way there, and it was even better because it was, you know, it was a fresh road, you know, it's can't we can't beat that. Um, so you know that that's just a, a lesson for all of us, you know, not to assume, right? And um. And by the way, I am currently sipping on a uh, a Gatorade. It's a Gatorade, a, a blue Gatorade, but it has been diluted, as my uh, listeners know. Um, I well, first of all, I'm a big proponent of electrolytes, uh, but uh, they. Gatorade, um, here's the thing about Gatorade, as we know, uh, it has to be diluted because it has a lot of sugar. It has more than what you need. Um, so, but you don't go with Gatorade Zero, as we know, because you do need, um, you know, at least some of the carbs and the sugars that, um, uh, and the calories that, uh, that regular Gatorade has. Whereas Gatorade Zero, I mean, it's just zero. It's it serves no purpose, absolutely no purpose. So what you do is you get regular Gatorade and you dilute it. Um, but point being, it is blue Gatorade and it has been diluted. And we'll get into the details later as to why I'm drinking Gatorade at the moment. Um, but point being is that you know Rioja and I we made it to the trailhead. Um, there was uh, one vehicle already there, um, so uh, 
um, and I had seen this vehicle before, and I knew the uh, the at least the, the usual driver of this vehicle. Uh, so uh, Rioja and I went on our walk. Uh, you know, a beautiful day. You know, started off there right by the river um, in the woods. Um, a lot of vegetation, quite lush. And a lot of bugs, though. A lot of bugs today. I mean, there were bugs left and right, up and down, side to side, diagonal, etc. Um, but I did make sure to bring uh, bug spray, insect repellent, and I applied this, uh, you know, this insect repellent um, uh, all over, all over myself. I really, you know, I I didn't miss one spot. You know what I mean? And then I also apply the bug spray to Rioja because um, Rioja is also, uh, you know, uh, he doesn't like bugs, definitely doesn't like bugs, and they definitely go after him. Um, so, uh, you know, I, you know, I've taken all precautions and I was definitely looking out for Rioja. Um, so, and, um, and, and yeah, and then we, you know, and you can also go into, you know, uh, I'm not going to go into it today, uh, today, the different, uh, you know, bug, uh, bug sprays and the different uh, insect repellents. And if you're going to go with a, you know, a DDT repellent, uh, it's a whole different thing. Or if you're going to go with a DEET uh, repellent, or if you're going to go a DEET free repellent. And those are whole different things. Um, and each has its own uh, pros and cons, though, um, you know, they can be extreme. Um the point being is that um, we, uh, you know, continued on our walk, and then we finally did see the owner of that, uh, you know, that first vehicle. Um, it was. Uh, uh, I'm not going to go in too deeply today about it. I don't want to dox the driver there, but he was on a, a run. The driver was on a run uh, on the trail, um, and you know we had a, you know, a brief interaction. You know, the, just a standard, you know, chit chat on the trail. And that was that we, uh, you know, we all went on our way. Um, but uh, but yeah, no issues anywhere. Um, so I absolutely loved it. Um, then we you know, kept going on our walk uh, up the mountain, um, side to side, up and down, uh, you know, through the woods, um, down to the to the meadow, uh, first meadow, second meadow. Um, then, you know, the field where the, um, you know, the corn uh, is really starting to, you know, to pick up speed here. I would say it's already now at a, a, a two, two, uh, two feet tall. Yeah, I'd say that, um, you know, we've been tracking this. We really have. Um, and uh, I would say it's at, it's at two feet, you know, today. Uh, by the way, before I forget, we have a thousand and fourteen days left. Um, if you'd like to know what that uh, countdown is referring to, I suggest that um, you know you go back uh, and uh, you know listen to every episode until you find it. The only hint I will give you is that it was uh, on a Sunday. I think that's actually a major hint. So if you can't get it with that, I don't really know what to tell you. I really don't. Uh, point being, it was on a Sunday when we, um, you know, started tracking um, this certain thing, um, this thing, this thing. Um, but we'll go from there. Point being, what's next? What's next? Yeah, the corn is growing, uh, and that's you know really great. Uh, and so that was a nice, a really nice walk. Uh, 
you know, we got to the end of the walk, you know, um, Rioja had some water. Ooh, uh-oh, it's another cardinal. Uh-oh, it's my friend the cardinal. I'm gonna, I am gonna. think I'm going to name this guy. Uh, I think this is definitely... Oh, yeah, I think this is... It's definitely Bobby. I think he's a Bobby. Yeah, this cardinal's a Bobby for sure. For sure, he's a Bobby. Um, so uh, I'm looking at Bobby out here. He's looking great today. Um, you know, crest is up. Black mask looks fantastic. And, you know, his uh, his red coat is just vibrant. So um, Bobby's out there just kicking ass. Uh, that's what he does. Um, and that's what we're all about here on Baby Blue and Viper. We're all about kicking ass. Um, uh, so I wonder if, you know, if, if Bobby's you know cousin ricky's you know somewhere here too it's probably around here somewhere um but that's definitely bobby right there yeah for sure but uh uh we'll leave bobby you know doing his thing um point being um so we didn't know rioja had some water at the end of the walk and then you know when we were heading back to our vehicle um we saw um um uh, what's it called? We saw a young man who was, uh, walking, um, uh, two dogs, um, but they were, you know, they weren't well behaved. They really weren't. Uh, I think they might've been, um, uh, well, I know one was a female. I think the other, because he, he called her, you know, um, uh, he, he called her uh, Leah. He called her Leah. Uh, didn't mention the name of the other one, but Leah started, you know, um, you know, barking a little bit. So she might have. It might have been that they were just, uh, and so did the other one. Started barking a little bit. Um, um, see, the thing about Rioja, he's, you know, I mean, you know, as we know, he's a two-year-old German Shepherd. Of course, he did not bark at all because he is properly trained and just, you know. Um, you know, just has his composure at all times. Um, but I think the other dogs were either intimidated or, you know, they were possibly they were bitches. Um, and I use that word in the, you know, in the um, the scientific sense that they were, you know, uh, female dogs in heat. Um, so they were possibly they were bitches. And they, uh, well, so Rioja is not, uh, is, uh, uh, is not neutered. Um because we uh we intend to um um to breed him we intend to breed rioja um and um uh, um so that's why uh you know he is not neutered at the moment and um you know it's po possible that the other you know at least alia um she uh, i don't know if the other one was a female but leah uh, seems to have been a female if we're just going by the standard use of that name um i obviously uh i did not see if uh you know she had uh uh you know testicles or if she had been uh neutered um at supposing you know uh she was a male dog that had been neutered but had been and then was called leah it's definitely possible definitely possible you know uh especially in these times and i have nothing against it what i do have something against is that uh you know the misbehaving of leah and the other dog so um 
They, and it, it really goes to show, I've said this before, but you can tell a lot about a person by their dogs. In fact, you can tell, you know, a whole lot. And uh, just, uh, you know, so these were two, uh, you know, misbehaved dogs. Um, uh, I don't want to point too many fingers, but they did look like mutts as well. So they were misbehaved mutts and um, as well as, um, but they, they might have been just bitches. They might have been bitches and that's why they were in heat and you know they were uh hormones were kicking in and Rioja just was just like um you know whatever uh, uh you know we're just going on our walk here you got you know you bitches can be bitches you know over there um but uh but you know then again they might have just been intimidated by Rioja as he is you know much larger and um and he's just uh much more composed and you know it is what it is, um, but uh, you know, point being, um, so that was that. And then in the distance, we did see some uh, Amish uh, uh, ladies with their uh, with their kids at the you know the other side of uh, of the field. And um, you know, it was a beautiful day, so there's really no reason for uh, for them not to be out. So it made perfect sense. I don't want to dox myself, but there are Amish in the vicinity. And, um, and so, yeah, but that was, you know, it was a really a nice walk. And, um, you know, after that, I made it back home and I, uh, commenced, uh, my workout. Yes, I started working out, um, and, uh, you know, nothing too strenuous. It was really just about taking it easy today. Um, and, you know, I've got some little stationary bike, you know, nothing too excessive, really just relaxing, relaxing, easing into it, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, working up just a little bit of a sweat, but, you know, just a real subtle, a real subtle sweat. Yeah, and then, you know, I, you know, then I started hitting the bag a little bit. I got, you know, the bag in the basement, you know what I mean? In the basement. Um uh you know hitting the bag a little bit a little bit you know a left and a right a little jab a little you know a little bit of this a little bit of that you know nothing too strenuous just a little you know, little hit in the bag yeah um uh, you know then after that you know and uh and then uh then i took a shower yeah i took a shower and then that explains see this whole thing was about explaining why I'm sipping on a Gatorade at the moment, um, a diluted one at that. Um, point being, um, that that's that. By the way, an update on the dog situation. Um, so at the moment, it seems that um, that uh. Okay, so you know, as you know, uh, it was it was three uh, U.S. based uh, pet shipping companies um, that were we were in discussion with, as well as one uh, Spain based uh, pet shipping company. At the moment, uh, two of those U.S. based shipping companies are no longer in the running. Uh, for uh, uh, just you know various reasons, they really just didn't you know suit our needs, um, and uh, you know at the moment it is uh, one U.S. based uh, shipping company uh, versus 
one uh, Spain-based shipping company. So I will keep you updated as to who eventually gets, you know, the uh, the job. You know, who who do we eventually, uh, you know, choose in order to ship Rioja to Spain? Uh, as to um, what airline I will be flying, that is still undecided as well. But at the moment, it is uh, still between Delta and Iberia. Okay, I, I repeat. It is still between Delta and Iberia at the moment. And I will keep you updated as to which airline I will be flying as well. Um, so, you know, moving right along, moving right along, moving right along. You know what I mean? So we're doing, we're just moving along. And the, uh, the price... The price of Bitcoin today is twenty thousand one hundred twenty-nine USD. The block height is seven four one eight seven two. And moving right along to the trending stories of the day. Um, this one I don't know if this one's trending, but it is horrible. I'm seeing it on BBC News. One thousand people killed and fifteen hundred injured in Afghanistan earthquake. Oh boy. That is a lot. Um, yeah, and that's absolutely horrible. Um, so number one from the trending stories of the day from uh, INC uh, period. After 16 years, Google is doing the one thing no company should ever do. What's that? What is that? Um, Gmail is lobbying the default email for small businesses. Now it wants them to pay up or get out. No, after 16 years, Google is doing the one thing no company should ever do. He's going to make businesses pay for Gmail. Oh, my God. This is massive. This is massive. No way. I don't believe it. Or I guess I do at this point. I believe anything at this point. Um, wow, I'm in shock. It's the fourth largest company in the world, a company that made record $257 billion last year. Um, Google is now requiring businesses who still have a G Suite legacy free edition account to transition to a paid workspace account by June 27. If you don't, the company will do it for you. If you don't start paying by August 1st, Google will suspend your account. Oh my God, you know what's next, right? You you know what's next. After this, eventually they're just gonna make you pay for uh, for personal uh, accounts. Oh, you think they won't? Oh, you think they won't? Um, well, uh, I got other news for you there, buddy. Um, they probably will. Um, and wow, I am in. You know, this is just you know part and parcel of a. Uh, you know the state of the world and you know without going into a you know a rant here about you know just everything um you know that's just it is what it is and i just really can't believe it number two from the wall street journal fda to order uh the the jewel e-cigarettes off u.s market oh look at that yeah you know i've never really gotten into these things uh i, I tried i think like once but not i mean it's it just seems way i mean just have another just have a real cigarette i mean jesus this is wrong um anyways yeah take them off the market throw them in the trash jesus 
Um, number two from Newsweek. Russian ships off Ukraine shores preparing for massive missile launch. Oh, boy. I don't have a subscription to this, but it looks like that Russia is reportedly preparing to launch a massive missile attack in Ukraine from the sea. Oh, it's horrible, you know, you know. Just want a de-escalation over there, but absolutely horrible. Um, number four from Sports Illustrated. Ravens linebacker uh, Jalen Ferguson dies at 26. Another one's dead? Um, but when I say another one, I mean another uh, football player because I've, I've, I've thought I've, like I heard a few days ago, or maybe it was last week, that there was another young football player that that died. There was another one too. Um, what is going on? Reports of a questionable death at a home in northern district of the city. Never again. There were no signs of trauma found or foul play. There's. They don't know. The medical examiner examiner will determine a cause of death. Wow. Well, that's horrible. Absolutely horrible. Uh, heart goes out to the family. Uh, so let's just move right along here. And, you know, we also had some, you know, uh, we had some folks over for uh, for drinks last night. And, um, um, you know, uh, um, uh, and it was very nice. Uh, they brought... Uh, their uh their kids over as well and um you know the kids uh played in the pool there and it was all very nice um and today it looks like we will be having um, um some guests over as well for lunch um and we will be having um some uh you know indian food and that would be you know indian takeout and you know i am quite excited as i do love indian food i really do um so so what is this all about that's probably what you're thinking about very like what is this all about um so today what we're really trying to you know focus on here is being and becoming okay being and becoming this is what uh everything's about um so you know they're the ancient uh it's the ancient uh you know the dialectic the ancient uh uh, yin and yang uh, is being and becoming. So being, um, as in there is, you know, the essence of being of all things, that everything also has its own essence, its own being. Um, this was really first postulated by uh, Parmenides. Parmenides, Parmenides, I might be butchering that, um, Greek philosopher, um, uh, it might have been uh, pre-Socratic. I think so. I think it was pre-Socratic philosopher, Par Parmenides. Parmenides. Um, I have to double check me on that one. Um, but anyways, so he really first postulated a being, um, and then you know Heraclitus, uh, another pre-Socratic, uh, postulated um, this idea of uh, becoming. Um, so it's really, and since then, and since before then, because just because they gave voice to the idea doesn't mean that they created the idea, now does it? Because can you create an idea? It's also a question here. Can you create an idea? Do you discover an idea, or do you simply give voice to an idea? Uh, as in that idea was always out there. Uh, this is also postulated by... Um, you know, other philosophers, I think this one would be more, uh, I think it's just Plato who postulated this one. 
um, that there is a, a, a realm of ideas and that they're always out there and that we, um, we simply from time to time grasp, you know, some of these ideas. But the point being is, and that's only, of course, there are other people who say absolutely not. There is no other realm of ideas. Um, you know, it's just what our brain creates, our brain, you know, and our neurons in the way that we have evolved, you know, creates these ideas, but they do not exist um, outside of the material world. This is a different uh, idea. This would be more the, um, you know, the materialistic uh, idea, which is much more prevalent now. Um, you see now, um, uh, you don't really get into this whole uh, realm of ideas um, because it doesn't really have that much uh, credence in a world which is dominated by disgusting things such as TikTok. Um, and yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said that. Um Point being, not that I have necessarily anything against TikTok. I don't want to say that, but it. What I do have things are against is um, this just obsession with uh, you know social media, um, and like I'm on social media. I'm not on TikTok though, so I guess I can give them a little bit of uh, you know, f you. Um, I don't really have any clear reason as to why, since I don't think I've ever used it. But it's just something inside me says that. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you got to go with your gut, you know what I mean? Um, though, again, you know, maybe maybe one day, for for all I know, one day I'll just, you know, become uh, all about TikTok. So what are you going to do? You know, things are what they are, you know, whatever. Uh, point being, this is, let's go back to the, the realm of ideas. So, you know, especially now, I think this really started to fall out, you know, out of... Um, you know, out of the, like, the mainstream talk, uh, and, you know, when I say mainstream talk, I, I'm really, really referring to um, the, the mainstream intellectual thought. It's not like in the, in the past it was, um, it, it's not like it was mainstream that everyone was talking about this just because Parmenides and, and Heraclitus were. Uh, that's not how, how it works either. Obviously, they were the, you know, they were just, uh, you know, the, the quite brilliant uh, people for their, their time. So the point being, though, that even uh, you know the the scientifically minded, brilliant people uh, started or stopped talking about the realm of ideas and all these things. Probably, um, I'm assuming, or I'm not. I'm not assuming. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. You know, with the uh, with the industrial revolution, uh, probably somewhere around there, the advent, you know, of uh, really machinery. Uh, it's probably around there. Because um, in the medieval times, they were still discussing the um, um, the realm of ideas, um, especially the the neo the neo platonic, if I'm not mistaken, like neo platonic, which is you know the uh, in the medieval ages there was um, there was a a going back to the ideas of Plato, and um, there was also discovering of uh, sacred uh, or these texts, not not necessarily sacred texts, but that was also there. That's a whole different thing, um, even though I guess some did consider, you know, Plato and Aristotle to be um, sacred texts, and they were incorporated into the um, the uh, uh, the tradition of the church. Actually, they were taught as you know uh, as uh, as you know, part of the 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 line of uh, almost of saints, even though you know if you go into into Dante's Inferno, um, which which you know does mention uh, the, I think it has all it has a few. I think it 
that does have the pre-Socratics in there. I know it has Aristotle. I remember that. Aristotle and Plato are definitely in the Inferno. Pretty sure. Um, though they might be in Purgatory. Yes. Because there's the Inferno. You know, and then there's a Purgatory. And then there's a Paradise. Um, and the reason though they do not they are not allowed to ascend to paradise if i'm not mistaken is because they were uh they were not able to be baptized uh, and that is because they were before the advent of uh of uh, christianity before uh, christ um though they are they were still considered um as you know still like part of uh you know the tradition of, you know of the of the good word um that's why they were they were relegated to a life um, in in purgatory, if I'm not mistaken. Though it's been a while since I really dived into these texts here, um, so I may be wrong here. But like I said, so that's one whole thing, and um, so that really, so this advent, these realms of ideas, really stops after the the medieval times with the industrial revolution. But the point is, uh, do you think? Um, that that means it doesn't exist just because now we're in a time where these ideas aren't really, you know, mainstream, even at a, you know, at the intellectual level, they really aren't. I mean, there's still obviously um, people who do, um, you know, really believe that there are, that there's a realm of ideas that is separate from the material world and that we at times are able to bridge, you know, um, uh, you can say the realms, why not? Um, and, you know, able to ascertain things that are in the realm of ideas. And, but this is, I mean, getting in, you know, deep into, you know, into philosophy here. And, you know, what, you know, the point I'm trying to make here is a being and becoming. Okay. It's all about being and becoming. And so we were there on being, right? So being is that there is a, uh, you know, an essence that everything has. And that essence doesn't change. Everything just is. You, it is what it is. It is is. You know. So the, the, that essence that underlies something is always there, and it doesn't change. Whereas becoming postulates that uh, there is a constant uh, state of change. This is uh, also put by Heraclitus, if I'm not mistaken, as you know, one never steps into the same river twice. What does he mean by that? He means he actually meant a few different things about that, but um, of by that, excuse me. But one of the um, you know, of the standard interpretations, because these are all interpretations, because Heraclitus, uh, from what I know, did not write a commentary to his own work, and his own work is actually just fragments. Um, excuse me, I need that Gatorade. Oh, that's good. Um, so they're only fragments that we have of, uh, of Heraclitus. They're amazing. It's, you know, one of my favorite uh, you know, philosophers. It's, uh, it would be Heraclitus. There's no doubt about that. Um, but the point being, we only have fragments. And then again, these fragments have been analyzed. Or when I say analyzed, they have been critiqued. And there have been, you know, commentaries on these fragments for uh, generations upon generations eons upon eons uh, back and forth up and down sideways and uh, diagonal etc but the point is that they are just interpretations commentaries and in the end you know really it is up to what you get out of those fragments and no one else really isn't it's a really just what you get out of them um, 
And so this is a standard one, or, or not the standard, but one of his, you know, uh, most well-known is you know, no one steps in the same river twice. What does that mean? At its most basic level, it is because the river is different, right? Because it is flowing. There is a flow to that river. So it is not the same river. It has changed. There's a process of change that comes with the flow of the river, right? The water is running. You know, the water erodes the soil. Um, it transports, uh, you know, uh, uh, fish. Uh, transports our uh, branches transports chemicals now um, so uh, point being is that one does not step into the same river twice then again you could say that the essence of that river has not changed and that would be more in line with the the idea of being has the river changed is there uh, a real change to the river or is it just a superficial change that you're when you're talking about okay the the water's moved okay but what real difference is that i mean it's still a river you know your feet still get wet so i mean it still is a river um there may be a different water, but the essence doesn't change, right? The idea of the river hasn't changed, right? So these are two different things here. We're talking about being and becoming. And uh, the, this is what we're trying to really grasp on today, if it's even possible to grasp onto this. But we're going to try. Oh, yeah. And uh, let's uh, it's a being and becoming. So that's what it's all about today. And that's definitely the hallmark is just to really, you know, focus on this idea of being and becoming. Of course, you would probably respond, is it possible to focus on being and becoming? And to those who respond like that, I would say, well done, well done. Um, because maybe it is not. Maybe this is all impossible. Um, maybe there is no point. But then again, um, is there a point to anything? Is anything actually possible? Some people will say yes. Uh, and, you know, I leave that one up to you to decide. Um, it's always being and becoming. Um, what are we becoming? What are you becoming? And what is, uh, you know, who are you? What is your being? What is your being? And is there a difference? Do you side only with being and or only with becoming? Or is it being and becoming? And if so, how? How is that possible to be but also become? Because if you're always becoming, then what are you? What are you becoming from? And what are you becoming into? You see what I mean? Um, so anyway, so that, that's what we're really doing here. And, um, you know, with that, you know, I just, uh, I got to get going. I got, you know, I don't even, I got, I got these things left and right up and down sideways and diagonal, etc. to do. And, you know, um. You know, so with that, you know, it's hump day. So it's let's get over the hump here. You know, that's what we're all about. Just get over that hump. I mean, do whatever you got to do to get over that hump. You know, there's different ways to get over the hump. You know, sometimes you can uh, just go right through the hump. You know, go right through that hump. If you got to do that, you got to ram it. You got to ram it. You know what I mean? Don't be afraid to ram the hump if that's what you got to do. Okay? But then again, you can just go right over it. Or maybe you can just sidestep the hump. You know what I mean? Um, it's all just questions. They really are. And, uh, and yeah, so with that, enjoy the rest of your day. And, uh, you know, I will see you soon.